Wrestling Reverb is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Pulse Podcast Network provides you with the best variety of podcasts on the web. From sports such as the WWE and NBA, all the way through to Dungeons & Dragons podcasts and anything in between. Head on over to PulsePodcastNetwork.com or you can download the Pulse Podcast app, which is available on both Apple devices and Android devices. Guys, Wrestling Reverb is, of course, a part of the Pulse Podcast Network, and the Pulse Podcast Network now has an official ticket provider, Tick Splits. Take a listen to this. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TixFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TixFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-S-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Guys, that's how easy it is with TickSplits.com, the official ticket provider for the Pulse Podcast Network. And just use the code PULSE in all caps to get 5% off. Hello everyone, welcome to a very special edition of Wrestling Reverb. The Elimination Chamber is this weekend. We're going to lay down some Elimination Chamber predictions. But first, of course, Kevin is here after our little rant the other day. Kevin, how are you feeling? Uh, I feel a lot better after I got all that off of my chest. And now I can focus on Elimination Chamber, a very droll pay-per-view that I'm not really even looking forward to that much, but I digress. Me too, me too. Um... Now, Kevin, we we kind of knew that we we're going to do a prediction show. Of course, it's it's the pay per view this weekend. But originally, we had one guest. We'll let um let him do his introduction as first. First, we announced Fow. So, Fow, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Kevin, for inviting me to the show tonight. Um, I'm being I'm very well. My name is Fal Original. Um, at foul underscore original on the Twitters. Find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. And uh, I did an Elimination Chamber preview prediction show yesterday, but this one is going to be much, much better because I hear theories are about. Mm, speaking <laughs> of uh, theories, um, so in the last hour, this became official. It was a, a very, it was just something that just needed to happen. We have a, a very special second guest. Um, now, the Ruthless Aggression podcast. Come on, guys. They're my OG guys. Levi is here. Levi, how are you doing? I'm back. I'm better than ever. I, I'm, I'm great. Uh, yeah, I pretty much I was just messaging Josh, and I was like, uh, 
when are we going to work this out? And he says, man, I really don't want you on the show. What the heck are you doing here? I'm like, please, get me on. I hear Nydia is here. And he's like, okay, uh, fine. You can come on. And so um, really I'm just here to very foul original. Uh, that dude is just trying to steal my gimmick of being the coolest podcaster out there. But uh, so I'm, I'm here to stop him. <laughs> Now, no, guys, Bowley's number one. Guys, we, cool we announce our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bury you. Uh, step of the ring. Uh, this is going to be an experience that I've never had before hosting something. Kevin, I am going to need your help as much as I possibly can to keep these two civil today. Well, there's only so much I can do. You know? <laughs> Uh, we're gonna try to keep we're gonna try to keep it on the rails, but if we go off the rails a little bit, so be it. Okay. The podcast too big for WrestleMania. <laughs> it'll, be an, it'll be an experience for our listeners. It'll be quite the journey. Hey, and everyone, so you want to take want to take a trip on Space Mountain? That's totally fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everyone, Elimination Chamber isn't the most exciting pay per view ever. If you get bored with the chamber, just listen to this show when you're watching the Elimination Chamber. It'll probably be way more fun. <laughs> listen, I'm not sponsored by WWE. I'm not sponsored by WWE Network. I don't have to be nice if I don't want to. That's true. That's true. We can say whatever the hell we want on here. Hey, but if, they're looking, hey, if they're looking to sponsor some people, me and Kevin, we, oh. we got you, though. We love WWE, don't oh, we, Kevin? Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. I will I will gladly accept that sponsorship and say nothing but nice things about the WWE. As it stands, <laughs> we don't have it, so I'm going to say what I want. Elimination, <laughs> this Elimination Chamber pay-per-view just has 0% interest with me. That's fair. I'm only excited for the Chamber matches. I think they'll be fine. Um, we'll get to the card in a minute, but uh, we'll start with you, Fowl. How do you feel going into this pay-per-view? Are you excited? Well, we very briefly said in the pre-chat, like, I'm really excited for the Women's Tag Team Chamber. Um, I'm really excited for the Men's Chamber. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... The, the, like, I look at the card, and I mean, I don't want to kind of jump ahead, but I mean, Corbin versus Strowman mm-hmm. at a pay-per-view? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, I know, I know that there's... It's like, a lifetime, baby. Yeah, it's been a long time in the making, but just, oh, well, come on. That's, I feel bad for Strowman and Corbin to a, for a bit. So, like, but other than that, yeah, like, go, the rest of the match, I was really impressed by the women's trainer match last year, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's fair. Um, Levi, what is your excitement level here? Are you kind of on the same page, or are you just not keen at all? Oh, written in the stars, a million miles away. <laughs> Oh man, this is this is a pinnacle. Who needs WrestleMania? You got freaking Elimination Chamber with uh, uh, what? But Buddy Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa. Yeah, what more do you want? What more do you want? Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. This is this is good. This is good. Now leave. Uh, I mean, Levi, I mean, come I mean, on now. I'm a fellow Australian. You can't be throwing Buddy Murphy at me like that. Come on now. Uh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay in, all, in all seriousness, uh, that match would probably be good. Yep. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think the card is probably a little better than we give it credit for. Now, really? there are some stinkers on it, such as the aforementioned Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. 
it ha- it probably has potential to to surprise us. We will see. But uh, I don't know. I think I think it might be a sleeper. But really, on be. paper, it's kind of like mm, not really doing it for me. Mm, I get that. Um, if, uh, I mean, there's seven <laughs> matches on the card at the point of this recording. We'll probably get one or two more over the next couple of days. I'm sure something for the kickoff. I don't know, but um, in WWE land, seven matches is not going to stick. They're going to at least get to nine, probably. But um, Kevin, we've talked about the oversaturation of WWE pay-per-views before. We talked about it in our last show. But the number of matches on this card, do you really see it staying at seven matches? No, I don't. I think they're going to add at least one more on uh, just on a whim over the next day or two because, yeah, you're right, seven. Obviously, they're going to let the chamber matches go longer. Yeah. So they're not going to want to have a, like a hugely stacked card, but seven's, yeah, seven is an odd number. I don't, you don't ever see a, a show, no matter whether it's WrestleMania, Elimination Chamber, Fastlane, Great Balls of Fire, any, any of those other stupid pay-per-views <laughs> from years. Great Balls Seven. of Fire, wow. I've cited Great Balls of Fire in a list of pay-per-views on the WWE. It does stick in your yeah. brain, though, doesn't it? It sticks in your brain. It does. I, I, honestly, I will never forget it. Great Balls of Fire. Me either. <laughs> yeah, I, it's I something you don't forget, I would think. Yeah. Lest he forget. Balls that are on History fire. History will repeat you just, itself. You remember that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Your balls are on fire greatly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the WWE Network, it's only nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> that joke was foul. An original foul. Oh, joke. Thank you. Thank you. That's the only reason this name was ever made. <laughs> Holy God. This is... Uh, all right. Let's... Let's... Uh, all right. We'll go with Levi first on this first match. We got The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Levi, um, firstly, who's walking out with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in this one? Well, the only way The Usos are walking out of here with the tag titles is if uh, if uh, Jimmy Uso walks out of jail uh, in time for the baby. Is it Jimmy or Jay? I it's, Jimmy. it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Uso. Okay. on the tops card. Uh, looks looks at notes. Uh, J- J- Jimmy. Jimmy. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, for real, like, does what happened today change the outcome here, or I mean, it could. Uh, is he going to be punished? Yeah. So, but if if we are looking at um, if we are looking at it as if nothing happened, um, I would have to say the Miz and Shane eke out a win um whether that i mean they're the best in the world first of all obviously uh obviously they have the trophy to prove it um and i would say i would say uh this is you know as far as kayfabe goes there's a story being created here and at this moment in time i don't think there's anything for the usos because they've just kind of been stale for the past several months in my opinion uh, and that's not to say that they're terrible. There just hasn't been anything for them. So, yeah. except for the whole Mandy Rose and Naomi thing, you had that involvement, but still, that was a minor character in, in the party. So, yeah. I get that. Um, yeah, K- 
Kevin, uh, what's your kind of thoughts going into this one? Is Levi right? Does that change the fact what happened with Jimmy Uso in the last few hours? I don't know. Um, Look at it like this. Last year, sort of around this time, Jey Uso got uh, pegged with a DWI, a driving while intoxicated offense. Oh, yeah. And then, the, and then the Usos went ahead, uh, was, I think it was like 10 days later, and defended the SmackDown tag titles. So we don't really know if they're going to change. You think they would, you think that would be a punishable offense for Jay to be fight, or for Jimmy to be fighting a cop. But I, I, I don't know, because it, it might not be as bad an offense as the DWI is in the grand scheme of things, and that didn't seem to make a difference last year. True. I think... I think that even with this most recent development, I, I, I'm going to go with the Usos. I, I think that I think that they're telling a story with Miz and Shane that they have to sort of kickstart. Uh, I know on our on our show where we we talked about possible WrestleMania cards, and I think we both, me, Josh and I, were in agreement that Miz and Shane would be a WrestleMania match. Yeah. I think this is how you start that process. Is you have to have them drop the titles. And I, and I don't want to see them with the titles anyway because Shane McMahon holding a championship belt in the year 2019 is like somebody's worst nightmare. It's, it's, um, what can you add to this one, Fal? What's, what's going in your mind with the SmackDown Tag Team Championships? Well, well like I, like looking at the last match that happened... Shane McMahon pulled off a goddamn shooting star press. Mm. Like, you know what? That that sold at least at least Shane deserving that title. Like, I know that it's not the best. It's not the opinion that everyone will hold. But them holding the gold is it's a decent story. Like, and I wouldn't want to see Shane versus Miz because that's wasting a spot on the card. At least give him a chance to have a tag team match, lose that tag team title at WrestleMania. Take this story the whole way there that they happen to win because Miz seems to kind of be turning face, like kind of. And it's a bit of a weird story. And with the news about the Usos, I don't, again, I kind of totally agree with Kevin talking about last year and what happened with the Usos. It didn't really affect them. And where we are now with AEW, I don't think that McMahon would want to give him an excuse. I don't think they were ever meant to win the titles on that night. It's it's just a team that they can go up against that can carry them to a really good match. I think it'll be an all right match, but no titles are changing hands. Um, well, I'm on the... I'm... Huh, see... I don't have a problem with Shane McMahon versus The Miz, but... Um, I don't think they lose the titles here. I think they lose the titles at Fastlane because we still have that other pay-per-view to get to. Before oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think Miz and Shane retain against the Usos here. Whether they work the Usos again at Fastlane or not is another question, but I don't think they lose them here. I'm, I'm thinking Miz and Shane win. I agree on the sense it'll probably be... A, it, it could really surprise us, this match, because the Usos are great. Miz is great. Shane can hold his own in the sense of, um, with, you know, people that can go around him. So um, it really it really could be a good match, but I'm not expecting huge things from it. But Miz and Shane, I think, retain in this one. Um, 
Is there anything else anyone wants to add to I'd that? Agree. I'm the loner here, then. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's the loner. Like, let's just uh, let's see how we go in the next one. Um, I would say, Josh, that I agree with you in the sense that I don't. I would not mind seeing Shane versus Miz. Yeah. Because uh, I, I yeah. think, I think there's an element that is kind of passing us by here with uh, the Miz's father, and uh, 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 Monster uh, has been saying for a while that his dad would make a great character. And I'm just like, I think WWE is kind of utilizing that too, by bringing him in the ring and stuff and being like, Oh, I love you, Miz. You're my boy and stuff like that. And, um, I think there might be some elements here. I think we are about to gear up for a good story between these two. Uh, that's, I mean, there's already been, you know, in my opinion, a pretty good story to be told, but there's, I feel like there's more here that we're going to get. Yeah. So whether that's mixing in old uh, Father Miz or if that's not, or if they're just going to turn on each other, who knows? Uh, I think we're gonna. I think we're in for a treat. I do too. I uh, think uh, that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I, Father Miz with the hip crushing finale. I'm gonna get all of the <laughs> all the stuff in there. I'm getting them all in before Levi gets a chance. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wasn't even gonna go. You want to talk about that. it? <laughs> Foul strikes again, stealing my thunder. That's okay. That's okay. You know, I'll be the baby face. You know, you be the heel at heel foul original. You know, gotta gotta get my heat, baby. You gotta talk trash on Twitter. Yeah, I see ya. I'll get pushes, which is taking a response. I mean, Kevin is like the enhancement talent at this point. Like, are we just? <laughs> I'm just sitting back and letting it go. <laughs> I was so, I was having Kevin to be my tag team partner. We could take on Shane and the Miz. You know, that sort of thing. You can do that. I don't even wait. We'll be the tag team champions. We'll you be won't the best be the best tag team Josh. in the world. You will not be the best tag team in the world, though. You can't. It's just, oh yeah, that's right. I'm it's sorry. already it's already a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my okay. bad. Moving <laughs> on. Um, this one we we briefly we briefly mentioned it. I know we're going to probably stick some time into this one. Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin. It per the McMahon family. It's now a no disqualification match. Let's start with Kevin. Kevin, what the shit is going on here? <laughs> That's like the best possible way you could have phrased that question is because I have this. This is A, this is shit. And B, I don't really know what's going on. All I know is this. Them adding that no disqualification stipulation definitely helps. Yes. Because we could just get Braun beating the holy hell out of Corbin. I don't see it really going any other way. Um, unless, unless the only thing I could see is if Corbin has help from like, say Drew McIntyre, who's not on this card somehow. So he he might have some help, but overall at the end of the day, I think Braun Strowman's going to win the match. I think it could be good. I also think it could be a match where the fans are just interested and I'm just interested, and it just is a, you know, sort of, it's sort of there. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. Um, so you think Braun wins then? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I, I think Braun wins. Um, foul. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to just ask this all three ways. What the shit is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what the shit is going on um uh, why why is like i wanted to this particular match it just shows how much like how much like braun Strowman's stock has dropped in the space yeah. of like mm-hmm. two months 
Like, he's gone from being the potential man to take the title off um, Lesnar to being in a match against Corbin, potentially on the pre-show, for no reason other than what apparently crown jewel stuff. Like, I don't understand this match. It's going to be a bit... I think it's going to be a squash. I think it's just going to be Braun Strowman's going to go out there and just sit on Baron Corbin, and that'll be it. Like, because... Like, because the thing is, is who benefits in this match? No, neither man benefits from a win in this match. Both men, like, lose a lot from losing in this match, but neither man benefits. So it just seems like a bit of a way to keep um, Strowman on the card and to keep Corbin relevant. I'm, I'm thinking that Strowman wins it, but only because why wouldn't he? Unless pure shenanigans. Mm, Yep. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Levi, let's just keep it going. What the shit is going on here? Uh, Well, I see this going one of two ways. The first one being this be a squash between Braun and Baron. And uh, simply being that Baron destroys Braun, of course. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) Uh, That Braun... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that Braun destroys Baron Corbin. You know, does his little laps around the ring. You know, oh, get these hands and one, two, three. Rest is history. Or a more interesting option because I think it's I think it's pretty much ninety nine percent guaranteed. I mean, anything can happen, but pretty much guaranteed that the women's triple threat will be main eventing WrestleMania at this point. Yeah. So. What's Braun going to do in the meantime? Because we have Seth versus Brock for the Universal title. And, well, SmackDown's title, whatever. Uh, So, uh, what does Braun have to do? What does Baron have to do? And we need to fill up spots on the card, correct? So, that being said, uh, I think that there's going to be some shenanigans, as aforementioned, uh, from one Drew McIntyre, who also has nothing going on. And uh, we're going to see possibly... Maybe Kurt Angle will get in the mix because he doesn't have a match on this card. Mm, and uh, we're probably seeing something, you know, Elimination Chamber. This is probably, you know, this is this is just getting us to WrestleMania. This is not so much a standalone, like everything's culminating here. Stuff's going to be continued on the Raw following. And this is this is up, gearing up to uh, WrestleMania. So, um, yeah, that's the way I see it. Yeah, um, I I see shenanigans. I see with the no disqualification thing, it it is it has to be shenanigans. I see Braun ninety nine point nine percent winning. Um, I don't really have too much to add to that because you've kind of said it all. This has been going on for a long time, and it's kind of gotten nowhere and. <laughs> I don't want to, like, complain about it, but, my God, I don't care. <laughs> hey, we're wrestling podcasters. That's what we do. We complain about wrestling on a podcast. I mean... Come on, now. I want you to complain about it. <laughs> we hate everything. Come on. You gotta complain. If you complain, that's where the views come in. All righty, now that it's we got... all about the money. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Controversy creates cash. Controversy creates cash. We're trying to clickbait our listeners. Do you understand? (laughs) Clickbait equals revenue. Money. 
all about the money. We got to get it. So we got to say things contrary to what people like. Okay? We should, just, we should just mute everyone else but except it, Levi and just let him go and just see how long no, he goes for. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm yes, going yes, to yes. tone it down. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling reverb listeners, don't worry. I'm not a hashtag takeover ing the show. I'm going to I'm gonna tone, tone it back just a little bit. Okay. Alrighty, moving on from that shitstorm of Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman, um, <laughs> let's let's move on to the cruiserweight championship, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Now, um, the crew, I, Kevin, we have talked about this. I have started to watch Two Hundred Five Live on a very regular basis, and I'm starting to really love it. But I don't like Akira Tozawa. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not a. It's the one person on 205 Live where I'm really not keen on him. But I think this match could be pretty good. Um, Kevin, Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy and Akira Tozawa. Um, are you excited for this one? And who's taken out the gold in this one? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I love Akira Tozawa. Uh, I'm offended by what you just said. <laughs> I'm fanning myself in, in disgust right now, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's going to be a great match. As the cruiserweight title matches always seem to be one of the matches you talk about most after the fact. Um, might, if it's on the pre-show, we might talk about it a little bit less, and that's always a possibility with the cruisers. Even though I think Strowman Corbin is pre-show fodder, <laughs> but if I had a pick. I would say Buddy Murphy is going to retain. I don't. I just don't feel like Tazawa's on the level to take the belt from him yet. I don't feel like anyone's on that level right now. Ever since Ali got caught up to SmackDown Live, I feel like that kind of hurt the cruiserweights in a way because I don't think there's anyone worthy of taking the title from Buddy Murphy yet. Uh, certainly, we've seen how they build superstars down there, and we've, there's so much talent that there's easily someone that can come along and take that belt from him. But right now, I just don't see it. Maybe at WrestleMania, but as far as Elimination Chamber goes, I think Buddy Murphy retains. Yeah. Um, Levi, Buddy Murphy yes. and Akira Tozawa. What's your kind of deal going into this? Are you, are you interested in 205 Live, or is it something that you're just not really paying attention to? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I have not seen one episode of 205 Live. That's fair. Um and uh, it's because, well, general disinterest. I'm just like, okay, I don't really, uh, I don't care about any of these wrestlers, apart from maybe Cedric Alexander and uh, once upon a time, TJ Perkins. I think TJ Perkins is kind of a weirdo now, but I won't get on that. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy is a solid hand because of his, uh, his Survivor Series match uh, with uh, Mustafa Ali. I thought that was absolute phenomenal match, and uh, it showed that Buddy Murphy can go. And Buddy Murphy has brought, you know, some prestige to that cruiserweight yeah. title. And so, despite me not watching, I know who the cruiserweight champion is, and I know that he's been cruiserweight champion for quite some time now. Yes. Uh, that being said, between the two, I don't see Buddy Murphy losing this match. And moreover, I think Akira Tozawa has a stupid face, so I don't really want him to win. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> Um, so before we get to foul stuff, this just got announced for the kickoff show this sun, uh, this weekend at Elimination Chamber. So it is on the kickoff. It's not really a huge shock. 
Um, but taking, uh, taking that into account, Fal, uh, what's your kind of deal with this? Well, I am I'm very similar to Levi in that I'm amazing, but also that I don't watch Shaw Five Live that often. I. <laughs> But I don't I like I watched 205 Live. I tried to watch it after WrestleMania last year. Um I tried to give it a chance um when it was kind of being rebranded, Drake Maverick came in. I was like, you know what, I want to give it a fair like a fair run. It doesn't grab me that much, but at every single pay-per-view I look forward to the cruiserweight match um because it's normally one of the best of the night because they really care. It's just a shame that it's normally on the kickoff show and there aren't enough people there to see it. Um, in this particular match, uh, I don't really like Akira Tozawa either. Like, not because of Thank any other reason, but I, but I feel like his character, not because of his face, he's got a nice <laughs> face, but like... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but it's more... <laughs> it's more... <laughs> That's just a it's personal thing. Just... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Akira fans. That's just my personal opinion. That's just you. That's your opinion. That's pretty... no, I feel like we all like... have that one. Well, that one wrestler though. There's just like I just don't like his face. Even mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, he hated Christian's face, and everyone said Christian. that's his problem. <laughs> it's everybody's Christian. Like there is, everyone has a Christian. Like they'll find them one. Day. He's my Christian. But, like I'm cool. Matt Riddle is that person is... for me. I hate looking at really? Matt Riddle. I hate Matt Riddle's face. <laughs> I just hate looking at him. <laughs> See, I told you. He's that person. And every time I see him, I'm like, no, get away from me. I can't stand you. And he wears no shoes. Get some shoes on. It's gross. No, your feet probably stink, you know? Anyway, we digress. Sorry, Fal, for stealing your thunder. Uh, I do. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There will be be a receipt later. But, like, uh, (laughs) what happened to this show? (laughs) This is like the... This is like the the best worst kind of prediction show ever, and I'm really digging it. Like, let's just <laughs> go with the it. Who else's face do we I'm hate? <laughs> yeah, who, who, yeah, Kevin, whose face do you hate, man? We haven't heard I'm whose face. Of, I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of Braun Strowman's face. I don't like. <laughs> I think it's too small. I think it's all it's like bunched together. Like, I totally get space. that. <laughs> He's a baby face in the opposite meaning of the word, you know? Kevin yeah, just yeah. Ugly cry baby face. Because <laughs> Kevin's like, being legit, so quiet. He looks like a baby without that beard. <laughs> <laughs> what the freaking hell are we talking about again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this back. I'm bringing this back. I'm bringing this back. So, Akira Tozawa, I like his face. And I think that Akira Tozawa <laughs> is a good wrestler. He's a great guy. All right, I like him, but also I think he's going to lose because Buddy Murphy is much, as people have said already, I, he's brought prestige back to the title. The matches that I've seen with Buddy Murphy, I've really cared for him probably as much as like Cedric Alexander. Um, he is a believable champion um, and his work rate is great. He He seems like a deserving champion as well, kind of like Mustafa Ali, like he's worked for it. So I, I, I'm... You know, I think that he's going to retain. It's going to be a hell of a match. Um, it will be better than Strowman versus Corbin, that's for sure. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm probably excited to see that match on the card. Me too. I like Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy Murphy is going to retain. It will probably be one of the better matches of the whole night, just in terms of wrestling wise. 
Um, but yeah, I don't see Tozawa picking this one up. It just seems weird if Buddy was to drop the title before Mania. Um, like Kevin said, I think he may, may drop the title at Mania, but he's definitely going into Mania w- with the championship. There's no one really at his level yet, I don't think, anyway. But I like Buddy. Now, may I ask, what is what is the story? What is the build here between these two? Um, well, really, it's just been building since the Rumble with the four-way. And then I, I missed a couple, the last couple of episodes of 205 Live. But, <laughs> I mean, um, Akira Tozawa won an elimination match. Is that right? Is anyone Can anyone back me up on this? I think there was a there was like a four way elimination match not that long ago on yeah. one of the NXT episodes that I didn't watch. No, sorry, NXT two hundred five <laughs> episode I didn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> and NXT episode. <laughs> but yeah, sure it was. It branched over two shows, and the eliminations kept occurring on the NXT episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> Written in the stars, million miles away. <laughs> I am before. Yeah. <laughs> 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 history oh, in the making guys we are we are three matches in what a show it's been um once in a lifetime <laughs> twice in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime. <laughs> thrice in a lifetime <laughs> that reminds me of mr burns and simpsons when he's like not once but twice but thrice um anyway um <laughs> He's playing baseball or some crap. Um, This one is not going to be very uh, hard to predict. This one is not going to be hard to predict at all. Ronda Rousey defending against Ruby Riot. I will say mine first. Ronda Rousey is 100% retaining the championship. Charlotte Flair is going to be at ringside. This is just all systems are going to mania. It almost seems to the point where Ronda maybe shouldn't even be defending the championship at these pay-per-views because they've already announced the WrestleMania match. What is the point? Uh, Levi, start with you this time. Um, is there any way Ronda Rousey loses this match? Yes. And those hashtag theories I was talking about before the show, this is one of them. Uh, and we've seen, uh, Ruby on Twitter be like, um, you know, you're overlooking me, Ronda. You're overlooking me. And even Charlotte's kind of chimed in with that. You know, she's like, if you make it to WrestleMania as champion, that sort of thing. So I feel like we might be surprised come Elimination Chamber. And it's like, okay, what do we do with the triple threat, the championship match, XYZ? Uh, perhaps we could see, because uh, Charlotte is still technically a SmackDown superstar, correct? Yes. Technically. Yeah. So then you ask, what do we do with Asuka? we got to put her in that freaking battle royal, right? We can't have her in a main storyline. So we get Charlotte to get the belt off Asuka, and the triple threat for the SmackDown title is formed. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. But if we are to be predictable, then, um, yeah, Ruby has no chance. So I don't know. I'm just saying. Do you see... Do you have any expectations of this match? Do you think it would be okay? Oh, absolutely. I think uh, I think Ruby is a solid hand. And uh, Ronda is, you know, she's Ronda. She's great. Uh, I think on its own, it's a great match. Um, I just think that there's going to be some shenanigans afoot once again. Because no- nothing is going to be resolved here. 
This nice. is all Road to WrestleMania. Uh, I would say, apart from the women's tag title chamber match, nothing is going to be resolved. Yeah. Um, Kevin, uh, what's your kind of thoughts on this? Are you with me? Do you see Levi's point? What's the kind of go with you? I think I'm with more so with you, Josh. Uh, I just feel like they've already invested like way too much time in building up the the WrestleMania main event to have Ruby like shock the world here. I wouldn't mind it. I would actually love it. I love Ruby Riot. I think she's fantastic. It's just Ronda's going to WrestleMania. She's going to main event. And the easiest way for her to do that is just to hold the Raw Women's title through this pay-per-view. Uh, I personally don't get why she needs to defend it here. I I don't I don't, I don't know why they have this pay per view at all. <laughs> Frankly, we we but, uh, we went into that the last episode. My the God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Rousey retains. I think it'll be a good match though. And with the with the oh, well, you know, I don't know if you'll have the the Riot Squad at ringside since they have their own match that we'll talk about in just a little bit. But uh. I think Ruby's going to show a lot of people that she's very, very good at what she does. Yeah, Ruby is just kind of um, really underrated, really underappreciated. Uh, Ruby's really good. Um, Fal, what's your what's your take on this one? Do you agree that Ruby Riot is kind of underappreciated, and do you think she has any chance of winning this weekend? I think that Ruby Riot um, is a great wrestler. Yeah, she's a great she's a great female talent that unfortunately kind of got lost in what because the Riot Squad have kind of kind of become a bit of a job squad um, unto themselves. Like they are jobbers to the stars. They they lose matches against big like against wrestlers about all wrestlers, and it's weird to have Ruby in this match. But at the same time, it kind of goes to show how much she's kind of improved. I think she's going to have a great match against, um, against Ronda. I think the problem is, is now that you've got tag teams involved, you're taking away a lot of what would be like easy fodder for someone like Rousey. So you're getting her against decent wrestlers. Now in, in regards to the match, Ronda's obviously retaining. That would be stupid for her not to have it. I've been reading reports about how they said that Vince, I think it was uh, JR said that Vince wouldn't let this be a, a women's main event unless Ronda was in the main event. I totally agree with that because the people like people are going to watch. This is the big celebrity that has improved massively over the time that she's been there. And I kind of, it is a bit of a waste of a match. It doesn't need to happen. But then at the same time, we complain about Lesnar not being there. At least she's there retaining the, like, actually defending the championship every goddamn month, even if they're not pretty every time. They're good matches for someone who's had how many matches, really? Like, what, probably 40? Maybe, what, 50 at this point, including house shows and stuff? It's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, and I think the one thing is, though, it is weird to have her up against Ruby Riot. And I think that the Riot squad will be at ringside and they'll try and do it and she'll do some triple maneuver on them. Probably. I mean, um, this kind of begs a question for for all of you, but um, Ronda Rousey's well, nearly a year since she had her first match at WrestleMania last year. Um, I'll kind of go around the board, but Levi, what do you think of Ronda Rousey when she 
first began at WrestleMania to what you think now? Is your opinion the same? Is it different? Are you a fan? Are you not? What's the kind of take on Ronda? First of all, shout out to my co-host at Ruthless Pod, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, if you're listening, shout out. I bring you up because uh, I remember watching her debut with Kurt versus Triple H and Stephanie last year, and I was amazed. I was like, whoa. Because that was her that was her in-ring debut, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so not only did she do good, she did great, in my opinion. Uh, mm. And Kyle and I were talking about it, and he was like, oh, man, she was just awful. And, like, I don't think she was that good. I said, did we watch the same match? And uh, later on, because he, he was at, like, a, a get-together. I was by myself. So, you know, when, when you're with your dudes, you know, you start talking and you lose uh, concentration on the match and stuff. And so uh, I said, go back and watch that. And so the next day he comes back and goes, oh, man, I was dead wrong. She was amazing. And uh, I'm just like, yeah. And so, <clears throat> you know, there's always been that parallel to Kurt Angle. And I think that's fair uh, just because, you know, she can sell, she can work. Uh, she's not nearly as good as a promo as Kurt was and is, but that's okay. You don't always need to be a good promo if your other assets can back that up. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she can sell, she can work. She, her, her freaking angry face is just something to behold all the time. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think she's amazing. I think she's had a heck of a rookie year. Um, and, uh, I know there was a, a rumor from old, old Davy Boy uh, that she's leaving, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, his report was maybe, kinda. I don't see her leaving after WrestleMania, so I think her second year in uh, will be even better. Uh, Fal, um, we talk about rookie years in pro wrestling in WWE. Do you think Ronda's had mm. one of the best rookie years there really is? F- phenomenal rookie year. Phenomenal, um, no pun intended. Like she, I think she did better than AJ's first year because AJ was already an established hand, yeah. an established name, an established talent. We all knew what he could do. It was, is Vince gonna let him? That's what the the, the whole point with the AJ was. For for Ronda coming in as a fan and like hitting the ground running so fast. Yes, her promo work is, you know, Sub-ha. it's not great, but. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. That's unfair to subpar. Like it's just, it's 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 it's, it's the thing is, is it's not her. It's not it's it's her reaction to what happens. So when she's performing a promo and she doesn't get the reaction she's supposed to get, she takes that personally, and you can see it. And then she straight away goes into like shoot mode. Like, well, I don't care then. Well, fine. I don't even. I've I've lost my place because you were supposed to cheer right then. Oh, why didn't you cheer? I don't know why you didn't cheer. Oh, and. That's her panicking because she's so good in the ring, but her promo is a little bit weak. Yeah. Other than that, that's something that you can learn. She needs to, and imagine every single person in the crowd not loving you when you love this business. Like, I think she would work as a heel, but personally, that might not work for her. But as a rookie, great, great rookie. Yeah. Um, Kevin, Rhonda is. A very hot topic at the moment, just with the last maybe three to four weeks of her reactions that she's getting. Um, A, do you think they're warranted? And B, what's your kind of deal with Ronda in her first year? I I really don't. The thing is, fans are, and I I said this on our last show, you know, fans are, to, to quote the new Daniel Bryan, they're fickle. 
right? They will turn 100%. on you in a heartbeat. If you don't, if they don't like something you're doing, they will turn on you so quick. And that's just, I think that's just what we've seen is that their, their attention has drifted elsewhere. The fans have to where Ronda's no longer like the golden girl that, they, that she was at WrestleMania. She hasn't like, nothing has changed since then. I don't, I don't think she's gotten worse. I mean, if anything, obviously, I think she's gotten better in the ring. I think I think her promos have gotten better. They're still not great. Uh, they're not very good, but you know they're they're okay. And I, I think that the fans, honestly, I, I I'm not crazy about them booing her, uh, especially because I, WWE doesn't seem to be able to read that. And turn her accordingly. Now they have a problem doing that sometimes. I feel like with with talent, you know, if they're getting a different reaction than the one they're supposed to, just go with it. You know, just feed into that reaction, and you'll it'll be a lot easier for Ronda if she's getting booed. It'd be easier for her to be a heel because then she could play off that rather than try to you know maintain her her happy nice facade. Um, so that's my take on, on the booze and my take on her person. I like Rhonda. I like her a lot. I think she's done incredible work. And again, it's just, it's been one year, less than one year. And she's already done. So she's already had so great matches. She's been champion for six months now. I think she's doing, I think she's done terrifically for herself. Yeah, Rhonda's, um, I have always been, I was, on Levi's page here of at WrestleMania, because we didn't know what Ronda could do inside a inside a wrestling ring, we really didn't have too much of an expectation. There was certainly hype behind it, but she exceeded expectations of anybody, I think. Um, it was probably my favorite match of that mania. It was one of the better matches of the year, just in terms of pure entertainment value and just it was it did its job. It entertained me. Um, Ronda has done so much in 11 months that she's been in the company. Um, so, I mean, I think she's had one of the better rookie years that there is. And she, the booing and stuff like that. Okay, like we just, <coughs> Becky is hot right now. There's just other things going on and it's just, uh, people are just, wrestling fans are so they are fickle. We've all been fickle before. Um, it is what it is. I like Ronda. Ronda's had an incredible run. Um, moving on from Ronda Rousey. We got Bobby Lashley defending the Intercontinental Championship in a handicap match. He's along with Leo Rush taking on Finn Balor. Now, Finn can pin either one to become the Intercontinental Champion. Foul, we'll start with you. Um, handicap matches for championships are not something that I'm that fond of. It works for the story. I understand what's kind of going on here. Who do you think walks away with the IC championship? Um, I'm uh, so um, Bobby Lashley, the ballad of Bobby Lashley, the sad, sad ballad of Bobby Lashley. Like, why is he champion? Why is the IC champion? Why? Because I'd have no idea. But in this particular match, I see Finn Balor losing. Reason <laughs> because why would he win? Because I've never seen any confidence in him before, and I feel really bad for Finn. Like I see this being a program going into WrestleMania: Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Um, and I, I think that Leo Rush is going to be as much of an annoyance as he can, but 
that Bobby Lashley is going to win. And I think we might, if they're that bad, even see Leo Rush pin Finn Balor. I really think that it might happen. And that would be terrible. Yeah. Because I think that's why it's a handicap match. And that's why I think it is. Like, because maybe I think at the moment we're seeing a lot of baby face like um like against like the odds and like kind of overcoming the odds if he gets pinned at elimination chamber by leo rush in vince's mind if he wins at wrestlemania he's over again i guess yeah um i levi um yes handicap matches for championships a are you a fan of this and what's kind of going in your mind with this match uh I would say my full opinion, but I feel like it's best expressed in song, okay? Oh, written in stars, a million miles away, a message to the day. Oh. So, my opinion. Dude, I I'm love you. A... I love you. It's Valentine's <laughs> Day. Will you be my that... Valentine, Levi? Oh, of course. Of course I'll be Kevin, we're witnessing I, I, a, a fall in love here on <laughs> Wrestling Reverb. Um, I, I think my wife's going to be sick Kevin, off, your thoughts on this yeah. love that is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I found the greatest. Here in the States, it, it oh. just feels right. Honestly, this, we should have we addressed this earlier. It's a, day, it's a day of love. It's a day of romance. And we've got it forming right here on our very own show. We're, we're two lucky guys. <laughs> what a beautiful thing. <laughs> I just, just, my ears are just singing their own song right now. I'm that, it was that gifted, Levi. Thank you. Thank you for that. That um, one's free. The next one will cost you. <laughs> well, but that's, that my... sponsorship from the WWE Network pays well, so you know. <laughs> and you can no, go no, right no. now to WWE.com forward slash WWE Network to sign up right now. For nine ninety nine, if you sign up right now, you'll get your first three months free, and that means you get WrestleMania for free, Fastlane, all is free for that three month period. So Michael go on Cole. right now with promo Cole, code that Wrestling Michael. Reverb. That's promo what, what code Wrestling content? Reverb for a free. <laughs> oh, with our man. new network show. Something else to wrestle reverb. That's a brand new show. It's a video starring Kevin and Josh. You don't want to miss this. And Ride Along with Foul Original, where he uh, just drives sporadically all throughout, uh, (laughs) yes, America and uh, New Zealand and wherever. He just travels all over the world driving sporadically. I have a hovercraft. I have a hovercraft. I go over the sea. I go over the sea. Yeah, but it's unrelated. You don't use it. Now, my, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll pull this back. My, my opinion on the, the handicap match, I'm a Bobby Lashley purist. I want nothing but the best for Bobby Lashley. And I hate that he's been saddled with subpar story since returning. Because that pop he got, no one can deny that pop he got when he came back. That's true. Um, I think he's talented. And the man's in his 40s, and he looks like a freaking statue. He looks amazing. Um. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't hate this match. Uh, I don't hate the pairing with him and Leo Rush. Uh, I just think there's better for Bobby Lashley. I mean, the man beat Roman Reigns clean as a whistle. I mean, yeah. let's not forget 
let's not let's not forget like his accomplishments. Um, but that being said, uh, uh, Finn may come out IC champion. This is probably building towards a WrestleMania match, um, but it's hard to say. Um, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Has anyone handed Bobby like just a clean loss uh, in his current run? Um, I don't think so. Maybe, but I'm not certain. So uh, Finn, this is probably building towards Finn bringing out the demon at WrestleMania for Bobby. That's my opinion. Oh yeah, that could easily happen. Um, and that hands Bobby his his loss. I mean, yeah. There's really not a lot kind of going on in terms of the IC title other than this. It doesn't really seem like anyone else is fitting for it. Um, Kevin, after I, I know you have to follow Levi there, but um, do your best to follow that. <laughs> what's your What's your mindset going into this one? Uh, you know, I, I'm just I'm just really not into this one, and part of that is because I think Bobby Lashley will win. I don't. I I think there's. I think. Like it's been mentioned that I think they're setting up for Finn Bauer to win the belt at WrestleMania. Uh, so I think through so I mean two on one. I don't, I don't think he's going to overcome the odds. I don't necessarily like having a handicap title match, but I get it for this story because Leo Rush has been such a thorn, and they want to set it up so like they want to set it up so it could it's it's very feasible that Finn pins Leo to win the belt. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um first and foremost, I'd like to just state that as long as I see the big man's ass at elimination chamber, I'm fine. Rikishi? <laughs> Bobby Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to see his Bobby and Rikishi you know. tag team action. <laughs> Bob Kishi. God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, eh, Bobby Lashley is retaining in this one, in my view. Finn, if if so, Kevin, you know this, and anyone that's listened to the. Uh, WrestleMania 35 card prediction show we did last week. I had a bit of a bit of a stab in the dark with WrestleMania 35 because I think it's going to be a multi-person match. I think it's going to be some kind of ladder match, and I think that Nia Jax is going to be in that match at WrestleMania. I know that a lot of people call me crazy for saying that, but just I think WWE have been planting seeds for Nia Jax in this sense of they were doing a little bit of intergender stuff at the Royal Rumble, seeing where it kind of played, it, it gained some traction, it gained a little bit of negativity, but not much. They keep her around some things, I think she's just in the chamber for the sake of being in the chamber, which we'll get to in a minute, but I think that Nia Jax is being set up to maybe not win the IC Championship, but be in the match. So I think there's going to be some kind of multi-man match, but I don't see Finn winning here um, in that regard. I see Bobby Lashley and, and Leo kind of doing something, but... It, <sighs> That being said, it almost is to the point where it's a handicap match and, you know, the babyface overcomes the odds kind of deal. But I think Bobby will win. Um, do you all kind of agree that this match, I mean, you're not really expecting 
a lot in terms of what this match could, whether this match could be great. But um, I don't know. It it would be okay, I guess. I think maybe maybe Finn could carry Bobby to a good match, and like that. You know what? I I say that seriously. This could be a good thing for Bobby. It's not going to be a good thing for Finn, but it could maybe in show a little bit of more promise in Vince's eyes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't rate Bobby Lashley highly, but I don't, I don't think he's terrible by any means. But Finn is better than him. Um, but oh, yeah. Lashley, I mean, he only just got the championship what like a month ago, not even. So I mean, well, it was probably about a month ago now. I forget, but uh, it'll be fine. It's not the match that's selling this pay per view. It's doing its job for what it needs to do. Um, I guess we'll just move on to the Chambers, I guess. We'll start with the uh, Women's Tag Team Elimination Chamber match for the to crown the first ever Women's Tag Team Champions. Before we get into the match and the said teams in the match, um, Kevin, I'll start with you. We've, we've had many discussions and many debates about the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, what's your kind of deal... Taking the match aside, um, are you excited for women's tag team championships? I am. I definitely am. Um, it, this is a groundbreaking moment. Really cool. Yeah, I, I think the timing of it would be better. I, I personally think this is a moment that needs to be paid off at WrestleMania. Rather than I, know that, I know they have to sell this pay-per-view. And the best way to sell it is to put something big on it like the tag team titles. I just feel like this is a moment that that is a WrestleMania worthy moment. So I'm excited about the ma- I'm excited about the paper, the, ma- the titles. I, I'm excited about the match. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. There's not we've only ever had like one tag team elimination chamber match, and it wasn't that great as far as I can remember. But like I think it was. Uh, Foul that said that he really. I, I also really liked last year's women's chamber, and I think. Oh yeah, they know, totally. I think I think they know what they're doing in there, so I think they could make it a very good match. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be really good. Um, Foul, what's your kind of deal with taking the match aside? Women's tag team championships. Are you keen on the idea? Um, I'd just like to say one thing, and hopefully this will translate correctly. <clears throat> <laughs> I'd do anything for the women's tag team chain match, but I wouldn't buy the WWE network for 999. But um I uh I, you inspired me, Levi. You inspired me to pull my guitar out. Uh, I uh Let's do it. I'm, I'm really excited. I feel like I just got serenaded. I try, I try. It's Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, yeah, I... Valentine's Day. I oh my it. god! <laughs> <laughs> when you thought it was safe to go back onto Tinder, um, like I, uh... <laughs> I... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. When you thought it was safe to go back onto Grinder, but um. I... <laughs> 
but yeah, I'm I'm really oh, excited shit. for the women's tag, <laughs> tag team title match. Really, really excited. Mm. Um, because yeah, last year's women's title match was really, really good. Uh, like women's elimination chamber match. Um, crowning a new tag team type. I just hope that they don't put down the stupid like pillows and stuff. Like you know what they did for the last years. They put some weird like matting down everywhere to make the elimination chamber more. I don't know, feminine or something. But like it was weird and. I'm really excited to see it. I'm hoping that Boston Hook Connection come out winners. And, yeah, excited. Levi, your take on women's tag team championships. Um, oh. now, now you have to follow that, so good luck. Oh, follow that? Okay, well, if it's a challenge, I wasn't going to do nothing. But here we go. I'm not like most girls who are to cover about or something and breaking all the faces and something. I'm not like most girls. Anyway, um, that's enough of that. Favorite show uh, my, ever. <laughs> um, I mean, when I get challenged, I got to go for it now. So, um, uh, my opinion, when Fal said pillows, I was like, is this the Fulfill Your Fantasy Elimination Chamber? Mm. <laughs> uh, I wasn't quite sure, uh, but I was like, oh, we yeah. Get doing Miss Tabby Tuesday? <laughs> Sorry, I mean, there was, an extreme, there was an extreme elimination chamber, so mm. y- you never know. You, know. Quick, maybe, you see Alexa quick, Bliss oh. without a shirt on TV, and you say, the, the ruthless aggression is back. Ginga. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, just like the new, the new chamber. Um, no, uh, I I think Sasha and Bailey come out of this champions. I don't really see a case for any other team in this match. Um, I think at this point, Nia Jax is just there uh, to play a foil. Um, she's there to kind of hinder the baby faces, but ultimately not go over. Whether that is just due to how the story's written, or she has legit heat for her performance in the past year. Uh, that's not for me to say. I don't know. I'm just a speculator. Um, <clears throat> but that being said, uh, I just don't see uh, them coming out, um, anyone else coming out champions other than Sasha and Bailey. Okay. First and foremost, um, Kevin and I have stated... I think a few times now, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. We don't want Sasha and Bailey to win this match. We don't. Really? We don't. Who's winning? Well, I mean, Kevin, first, let's ask, I'll answer that in a minute. But um, you agree with me on Sasha and Bailey, yes? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Um, I, I really just... Yeah. I just, I, it's it's just too obvious. I, I, I think they're gonna win. Me too. I've pretty much come to grips with that. I don't, I don't hate it, but I just would like to see someone else, and maybe Bailey and Sasha get their 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 win at WrestleMania. I, I um agree completely. I do think they're gonna win. They're in the spot from number one now. Um. I just think this is just, it's just a very predictable outcome that I've said from the start that I am one hell of an advocate for these ladies doing what they've done, and man, I just love women in the business, 
but I've never been a fan of tag team wrestling. So this doesn't just, it doesn't strike me that much, but I do think it's a big deal that they're getting it and it's, you know, just the next step for whatever they're getting to. But I don't want Sasha and Bailey to win this match. And I'm fans of both ladies, but I'm just, I want someone else. Why can't Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville or the Riot Squad? Or um, <clears throat> why can't this be iconic? I mean, listen, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just there's teams that are more, I just think they're, Sasha and Bailey to me, while they have been a team for a while, they're better separate. That to me doesn't scream tag team. A tag team is someone that is meant to be better together, where if they're separated, they're not going to shine. The Iconics are that. The Riot Squad, I think, to a certain degree are that. Um, that is a team to me. Um, Fal, who do you think is getting this one? Do you do you still stand by that Sasha and Bailey are walking out with this one? Yeah, yeah, I, I totally... I, I think that they need to win this match, um, not being able to do anything else. And it, it, I guess it would be a nice way to kind of, if they're going to do it, the Four Horsemen storyline, um, having them hold that gold, maybe Becky and Charlotte hold the other gold, they hold all the gold. It's it's a story in itself. And, you know, it's des- they've been playing that Sasha injury a lot um, on Raw this week as well, so it would overcome any odds. Yeah, I mean... I know where they're going. They've, they've from number one. Sasha's been injured and stuff like that. I can see exactly how this match is going to go. Um, I have to bring up with everybody. I know Levi has his opinions on one Nia Jax. Um, oh boy. So let's start with like, Nia. She's Jax. not like most girls. She isn't like <laughs> most girls, Levi. Um, what is your take on Nia Jax? I'm giving you this chance just to just. Go for it. I know you have your opinion on the woman. <laughs> well, I'm not going to just sit here and uh, bury her. Uh, now, I will say when she uh, just destroyed Becky's face, I was I was pretty upset because uh, you hate to see you hate to see one wrestler be so reckless with another wrestler, regardless of gender or whatever. Um, and um, I. And since then, uh, she there's speculation that she's injured uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, that I'm not going to just come out and say like, "Oh, she did for sure," but um, there's speculation. Um, so like, the list is still ongoing. Uh, I I would just love to see her get some more training in. I think she came up way before she was ready. I don't think she has a lot to offer in terms of putting together a good match, but I think. She has good traits about her. I think that she can carry a good promo. I think that she can uh, she can talk on the mic. She has a good presence. She you know, and she has a good look. But her you know, in the words of Bruce Pritchard, that that darn bell had to ring, you know. And uh, it's just I want more. Um, and what really sets me off is how she gets on Twitter, and it's pr- pretty much it's just tantamount to. Oh, you bunch of smart marks. Uh, I got heat, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, you're not even like, you're not even owning up to what you've done. And uh, man, it's just like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not against liking you. I'm not against being for you, but my gosh, like be humble in the words of uh, Kendrick Lamar. 
Like, sit down. <laughs> so uh, that's just kind of my take on it. Um, I don't want to hate her. I mean, I don't hate her. Like, I, I don't hate any wrestler. Because um, this is just sports entertainment after all. Uh, but, like, my gosh, man. Like, get some more training. I get that. But whatever. I get that. Um, Kevin, what's your opinion on Nia Jax? I mean, I think, I think Levi got pretty much everything out that I would also like a sentiment, a sentiment that I would also share. Um, I don't like her. I don't like she could be reckless. It wasn't just Becky; she's injured others in the past, mm. and. I just don't think she really besides besides her presence, which is a, that's a good point. She has a great presence about her. That's really all she brings to the table, in my opinion. And if that's the case, that's not a professional wrestler. Yeah, I mean, Fal, what would you like to add on Nia Jax here? Um. Like, I I understand where she, like, I understand why she's where she is. She has a great look. She's a great enforcer. I think she's a great enforcer. She, If she was used in that way, she'd be fine. The stuff she was doing with Bliss, like, it was fine. But, like, as on her own, she, def- she definitely does need, she needs more training. She needs more time to understand. Like, she would do amazingly in NXT. She would, as the monster heel in NXT in the women's division, I think she'd be great. And I think that she'd have the kind of training from people who are learning about the same level that she is now because she's been thrust into a lot of this. The whole face breaker thing, she played it well. But yeah, like as Leva said, she played it kind of like, yeah, um, I did that on purpose. And oh, yeah, I swerved you. No, like you did something stupid. And now the social media department have told you to play it up. That's what's happened, and that was it. Hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah, and and so now she's in a weird position where she's kind of over for a mistake that nobody wanted to happen, and she's in the she's in the, like, the rearview mirror. No one cares. Yeah, no, and, I... yeah, she's injuring people left, right, and center. And yeah. let's be real, she's saddled with a partner that is just not over in Tamina. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's God. that's doing her no favors. I mean, Tamina has, Tamina to me has, what, she's been there for quite some time now. It'd be like eight years, nine years. And can you name one moment of Tamina where she's been fantastic? Tama, 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 Tamina. (laughs) I just wanted to say that. I think (laughs) Tamina having the... Tamina having the surname Snooker has been the worst thing that ever happened to her. That's all that happened. And, and I think it was a benefit, she... though. It was a benefit I... until it be- didn't become one, you know? Yeah. So now she's got nothing. Uh, and <sighs> when she was being pushed, sorry, when she was being pushed with, with, with her dad, like, she looked all right. Like, she was, she looked like she was caring and she was trying to work hard. And then that was it. All that happened. Obviously, it took a toll on her. Of course, it did. But then that's it. No one ever trusted her to do anything. And she does a really bad Superfly splash. Like, it's not good. It doesn't ever. It look used good. to be. Do you think it did? I don't ever recall her I, doing it well. 
when she started out, she could really she could really get up there and do it. But I, she slowed down. I mean, she's in her forties. She's That's only true. slowing down, and wow. uh, it's not to say she doesn't have it in her, but she doesn't have it right now, which she, is the yeah, most essential she, part. She's almost the opposite of over. Like, I don't mean that in like a horrible sense. I just mean that, like, I she, do. You suck, Tamina. <laughs> I, like, I hit your fist. <laughs> <laughs> you I'll tell you like what. So, I'll tell you what. Uh, what really did it for me was that promo on SmackDown a year or so ago, where she just repeated what Charlotte said. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. But I'm I watching the promo that she did with Nia Jax backstage. He leading up to this chamber, it was like her just kind of repeating and Nia Jax just interrupting her. So, I mean, I can believe it. Yeah, what happened was uh, there was some sort of like uh, multi-woman feud on SmackDown with Charlotte and Becky and all the, like Naomi, all the, all these people. And uh, Charlotte had said something to, uh, maybe it was Alexa Bliss. I forget who it was. No, no, no. It had to be Carmella. I forget. Anyway, she said something like, Hey, uh, Carmella, uh, nice face loser, or whatever she said. And Tamina literally gets on the mic and says the exact same thing. <laughs> she goes, hey, uh, no, it was Ellsworth they were talking about. She goes, hey, Ellsworth, you ain't got no chin, stupid dummy. And everyone laughs. And she goes, hey, uh, uh, Ellsworth, nice chin. And the crowd becomes dead. <laughs> it's like, are you serious? Like, to me. Tamina Snooker could take the charisma out of a room by walking into it. I've seen that like in so many segments. It's like she comes in and everyone's a bit like, oh, everyone just automatically just gets sad. It's weird. The life oh, gets sucked man. out of the room. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor Tamina. Um, I know. Just... Hey, no one asked her to perform. She keeps doing it. Poor us. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin help me. Kevin, please help me. <laughs> The life point, has been sucked know. out of Kevin. We just simply talking about Tamina has sucked the life out of Kevin. R.I.P. Kevin. No, honestly, there might not be a, a superstar in the the thirteen years I've been watching wrestling. There probably hasn't been a superstar that has just like that that literally just sucks the life out of me quite like Tamina. <laughs> Cheers, Kev. Thank you very much for taking the reins on that one. Care? I didn't care when she debuted. And that was like mm. nine years ago. Why do I care now that she's here? Because she's with Nia Jax. Hello. They're oh, both yeah. not yeah, that mo- like most that girls. Nia down so far. <laughs> I mean, I just, so I, I guess <laughs> we're all in agreement. Push that breaker. I just guess what. <laughs> the push breaker. Yes. <laughs> That is exactly Tamina. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so we're, I guess we're all in agreement that Tamina Snooker is going over um, this weekend at Elimination Chamber. Is that right? Yep. She is the tag team champions. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Imagine that promo she would cut as the tag team champions. Oh, hey, can I reenact it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, that's not Jack. She's, she's entered the ring, and now. Oh, oh wait! It's silent. It must be Tamina. 
hey, hey, I'm Nia Jax. Uh, listen to my friend Tamina talk about the championship. My name is Tamina. Cricket, cricket. I am tag team champion. Cricket, cricket. I am good at wrestling and not bad. Hit the music. End of promo. Turn tape over. <laughs> Two times, please rewind. That sounds like a Slammy Award winning promo. Damn. I mean... How, I, how did the, I do? The, I mean, that was 10 out of 10. Um, spot on Tamina. <laughs> uh, I thought it was her. <laughs> Are you sure you're not friends with her right now and that was Tamina? Uh, all I know for sure is that I'm not like most girls. That's all I know. <laughs> That's certainly true. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Let's move on to the to the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match, and I like to call this Daniel Bryan and the Boys. Not really. Um, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Bryan is the. Well, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The new Daniel Bryan is the the, the planet's champion. He he has a belt made of hemp. Um, it is a thing, and I like it. A lot. I really... That sounded sarcastic, but it didn't mean to come across sarcastic. Daniel Bryan, I know you're listening, so I, I love you. Um, man. Jeez, um, who do you want to be champion, Tamina? Gee whiz, man. Um, well, Tamina's <laughs> going over in this match as well, so thanks for spoiling that for me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Daniel Bryan... involved in every match. You just didn't notice? <laughs> I just, I've got a list of matches on my phone here. It just says Tamina. Tamina. Remember that was their song? Man, that was shit. Um... <laughs> Brian, um, the SmackDown side of things with Daniel Bryan, he's doing good things. He's defending against five Tamina snookers, and it's going to be a um, 50-star classic from Dave Meltzer because, I mean, it has Tamina in it, and that's what we're God, it's Tamina Mania! Tamina, Tamina The audience is Tamina! The wrestlers, Tamina! The announcers, Tamina, Tamina... <laughs> Oh hell, the Tamina. I'll um, stop now. I mean, I'll just. I think I'm going to call this podcast. It'll be uh, like episode whatever, and it'll be. Uh, it'll just be called Tamina. Um, and I think the downloads will go literally into negatives if I called it that. Um, <laughs> we'll be handing you that. Nope, nope. It would be zero because it gets no reaction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Um... We're just burying Tamina. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tamina. Who's she, does, we, she doesn't need anymore. She yeah. doesn't need anymore. Get to the first podcast. I came here to bury Fowl, and it just turned into Tamina. I don't know how this happened. Can't help it. She's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor Tamina. When they're listening to this out the back, because I know they do. They always tell me. Um, Tamina will just be uh, sitting there like, what have I done wrong? And I basically, we're telling her she's done everything wrong, which is not a great Pretty thing, much. But, um, Kevin... but no one will know because the expressionless face will <laughs> not show anything. <laughs> She'll just be sitting back there, just going, huh. Yeah, well, I mean, um, Kevin, help and take control of this match. <laughs> Elimination Chamber, Daniel Bryan defending against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and not Mustafa Ali. It is Kofi Kingston now. Uh, um, just say words and 
Go for it, Kev. <laughs> All right. So we got six of the top six of the top guys on SmackDown. Like you said, Brian Styles, Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and Kofi Kingston. Last minute replacement. Mustafa Ali can't go. He, he stuck Kofi Kingston in there. He had one hell of a match on SmackDown this past Tuesday. Went over an hour in that gauntlet. Yes, Pin Daniel Bryan. Pin Jeff Hardy. I believe he pinned Smojo. He pinned Smojo too. Yep. Um, that's insane. That I just wanted to shout out Kofi Kingston because that is applause for Kofi Kingston. My God, like, damn, good stuff. I was, I was boom got all around. Yes. But uh, yeah. Okay, I'll start here. I just don't see Daniel Bryan losing the belt here. I don't. I I just don't know why he would lose it on like this show. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's even. Gonna, I don't think he's gonna lose it for a while. Frankly, I think he's doing such good work with the championship right now that it would be a shame to take the belt off him. Even though you have in this match so many capable comp- capable competitors, plus outside this match you have Andrade, you have Rey Mysterio. There's so SmackDown stacked, basically is what I'm saying. But I don't see Brian losing here. I think he holds on to the, to the hemp and wood belt for a little while. You have to remember he's got Eric Rowan lurking around. I, I mean, I know that the, the elimination chamber is supposed to be. Oh, they're locked inside. No one gets in. Everybody can get into that thing, though. I don't think it's that hard. I, I, I everyone gets inside the elimination chamber at some point. So I have a feeling he's going to play a role in this match, uh, Eric Rowan. Yeah. How about uh, how about you, Levi? Me. Um... I would I would say I side more with you actually, Kevin, because um, as much as I would love to see Kofi win, and as much as I have pushed him this past week on SmackDown, uh, I don't think we're uh, to the point where Kofi is going to get a run yet. Uh, we could be swerved. I think I honestly think we're going to be surprised at this pay per view uh, just because what, on paper the bar looks so low. Uh, we could be surprised. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really see Daniel Bryan losing the belt here. Uh, if he does, honestly, he could afford a, a loss. Uh, and, and he has put guys over like Mustafa Ali and Kofi uh, recently. Uh, he has put those guys over. Uh, so uh, And he's still over as the top heel on SmackDown. Uh, so I don't think he necessarily needs the belt, but it adds to him right now. Uh, and the question is whether or not... Uh, the the creative at SmackDown see it the same way, uh, meaning should he keep the title? Does he need to keep the title? X Y Z. So yeah, uh, that's kind of how I see it. Daniel Bryan comes out champion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, Foul. We'll get to you in a minute. Don't worry. We haven't forgot about you. You're the main event here. Come on. Don't worry. I guess. I got something ready. I, I forgot about him already. Uh, I, I actually <laughs> muted Foul at the start of this, so we've just been talking to nothing. Um, so, <laughs> um, so he, people are like going on about Daniel Bryan on the internet about how um, he, you know, he loses and stuff like this. To me, Daniel Bryan is like a traditional heel. He loses when it necessarily doesn't matter. And he wins when it does. Um, I think that to me is how a lot of a lot more heels should be booked. I think anyway. And Brian is just a perfect heel in this way of he's not edgy, he's not cool, he's just better than us. He 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 claims that he is 
better in every sense of the word. And I just think that's something to be stated. Um, Foul, it's your turn now. Go ahead, say what you want, because I feel like you have something for this. I feel like you have a plan here. I certainly do. Uh, I feel like Poochie there. Uh, <laughs> I must go back to my whole planet. Uh, I've actually got something ready. I prepared something. So hopefully this will work. <clears throat> Daniel Bryan. Win- oh, wait. <clears throat> the winner takes it all. Daniel Bryan standing small. Besides the victory. The Straight Veg Society. So I think, yeah, I'm coining that tonight. It's mine. I own it. So uh, as part of the Straight... Thanks. It's Count it. It's mine. But Straight Veg Society. I think, and this is my theory, that we're going to get to see and someone else um, turn up and join the Straight Veg Society because it truly is like a really, really good modern retelling of the Straight Edge Society gimmick um storyline with cm punk and it's it's a heel that thinks they're better than us they have legitimate reasons why they're better than us they don't eat meat so obviously that's a good reason and the whole the whole like um hemp title i love it it's it's taking things away from us and kind of putting that mirror up to us so and i love heels that do that truth in the in the healery and so I want Daniel Bryan. To, <laughs> I want Daniel Bryan to win this, and I hope that he does. But Kofi Kingston, though, he's he's put up a goddamn showing. That's words. <laughs> that um. Click uh, click boom. <laughs> <laughs> like Bryan has been very very great in this since he turned. Back in November, he's just just shooting for the stars in terms of just... He's just only going up. I don't really see him losing. I wouldn't... It wouldn't, wouldn't make a lot of sense to me for him to lose. I, th- I think he should probably head into the biggest pay-per-view of the year, Fastlane, with the championship. So, I mean, <laughs> Brian should retain here, but... Hey, they could they could pull one out and have a surprise. It wouldn't really like out of all of the people in the match. It, it, there's no there's no necessary bad choice. I don't think they're all talented enough, and it. But it would be a bit of a surprise if Brian lost. Um, he's got Rowan. Fowl mentioned it might be someone else. I mean, it would only add stock to Brian, so I, I, it's not out of the question at all. Um, as we kind of obviously we've gone through all of the matches, um, do you think that this pay per view is going to be good? Kevin, start with you. Do you think it's going to be all right? Yeah, I, I yeah, I think it'll be okay. You know, you have the the two chamber matches are going to be fun because the chamber matches are always fun. You know, it's it's a good gimmick. You know, it, it's it's always pretty interesting to watch, and I think that you know. Just looking at the card, the Cruiserweight should be good. Uh, mid the the um, the Miz and McMahon versus the Usos could surprise you. Strowman and Corbin could surprise you. Like, there's a lot of matches that like don't look great on paper here, but could be something. They could maybe uh, you know surprise you a little bit. 
So I think that while the, the floor here is pretty low for this pay per view, I think that they could. I think this could sneak up on you and be pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Um, Levi, what do you? You know, you've said many times that this pay per view could surprise us. Do you? Do you still stand by that after this incredible preview of what is to come? <laughs> Uh, sure. Uh, I kind of echo that sentiment. However, we know that, uh, and if you hear weird noise, dogs licking herself in the background, so nice. ignore that. Nice. Um, uh, so, I'm sorry, um, Levi. I, you told me that you wouldn't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, just kind of echoing that sentiment, um, uh, I feel like this has potential to be great. Um, but then again, I feel like any... Uh, WWE pay-per-view has potential to be great. WWE is kind of its worst enemy uh, in that sort of sense. Uh, because it's kind of like when we watch a takeover. We know it's going to be good. We we know that they have their formula for success. Um, and, but whereas when we see the WWE counterpart, um, we kind of have that expectation that, you know, oh, it's going to be the same old, same old. So um, I feel like this has a lot of potential to be good because of it leading to WrestleMania. Um, if, if it wasn't, then we would, I'd be like, oh, it's, it's kind of crap. Uh, I think the chamber match is going to be outstanding, um, uh, both of them for that matter. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but as far as like the mid card and the upper card, uh, it has potential. So uh, we will see. Uh, we will see. Foul. Echo that sentiment or... Do you not really have too much of an expectation for this whole show, or do you think it's going to surprise people? What's the, what's your mind leading at? That didn't make any sense. And yeah, yeah, don't worry, it doesn't make any sense in here, my boy, in any way. But <laughs> like, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to join in here. Like, it's a uh, this particular. Uh, what I do like about all the pay per view so far is the the match cards have been really underwhelming, and. But the matches have been amazing. And I think that, especially in the atmosphere that we're at, I think that a lot of wrestlers may want to put on their best show for potentially moving to another show sometime. And so I think we're going to see some stellar matches. Chamber matches, totally agree. Um, They're going to be great. They always are. Um, But I think we might see some surprises. I actually in a small, small way, think that Corbin versus Strowman could be a surprise good match. And I mean that seriously, um, because there's such low expectations. Yeah. I mean, sometimes low expectations are a good thing because you can only go up. Mm. So, I mean, I have, I think the show will be okay. Like everyone's kind of said, the chamber matches will be good. Um, I'm especially looking forward to the WWE Championship one, the women's tag team one will probably be really good as well um, because Tamina's in it. So, um, yeah. How could it be anything less than five? I know. She's a guaranteed just, five stars. Just wow. She Minus just, five wow. stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. I want to thank both of you and, of course, Kevin, but he's always here, so I don't need to thank him for shit um that that was that was like a whole okay yeah do you always want to sit in the nice chair yeah because you're visitors oh he's always here he's family don't worry about it (laughs) the surprise kevin burial wow 
Did I just turn? Did, did I do that to you, Kevin? I'm, I'm sorry. I think, I, I, we just got our WrestleMania match going. I'm just, um, I'm always thinking out. ahead. You sold out. <laughs> can I, can oh, I, can I call an audible real quick? Go for Is it. Is that okay? Uh, I, I just really want your guys' opinion on this. Uh, before we started recording, uh, uh, a uh, talent was announced for StarCast 2. None other than The Undertaker. Oh, yes. Yeah. What do y'all think? I mean, it's certainly... I wasn't something I was um, expecting because Undertaker is just synonymous with WWE. He's a WWE character. He's a WWE talent. He has been for as long as all of us can remember. Um, it was certainly... My initial was like, whoa. Okay. For one, it's a huge get for them a huge get there's not really too many people bigger than the undertaker he is one of the greatest if not the greatest performers ever um so my initial reaction was surprised i know what everyone else's deal is but i i think that he's he's really the star cast thing i can see that this is takers year this year and next year of cashing in like he's Drop the WWE kind of connections and I like it and I love that he's going to Starcast because it makes the wrestling world crazy again and it's great like like the biggest stalwart kind of going to WCW like Undertaker will be there next to such names as Hornswoggle it's going to be amazing <laughs> sorry Swoggle <laughs> yeah no I, I it's definitely weird uh, for me just you know you grow up watching The Undertaker. He's always been the WWE guy. And here he is at StarCast alongside, alongside Hornswoggle. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I think it's. I, I also do think it's a good thing for wrestling because, like you said, Fal, it gets people talking. And it gets people wondering what exactly is going to happen. And I think that element of surprise and that element of unpredictability is so important in wrestling. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was a surprise. I'm not at all mad. It's a huge thing. It's a huge, big deal. Um, why we're on the topic is everyone kind of on the excitement level I am for Double or Nothing because I'm really <laughs> excited about all of this. Um, it's just a fun time to watch wrestling, really. It's, it's a really fun time to be a wrestling fan right now. I think that the the stuff that we're seeing, like something like Taker, like, you know, like people people from from your age bracket at the moment, Josh, like, you know, you weren't, I was at the tail end of like Monday Night Wars and stuff. And you were getting to see that again. Like we're getting to see two companies yep. or several companies vying for talent. It's not just one place anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's great. It's just better for the industry as a whole. Um, I'm certainly going to be watching Double or Nothing. All of you, Kevin, you will be. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Um, it's 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 just it's a no, it's more wrestling to watch. It's more wrestling to consume. That's never a bad thing. And competition is going to create some really good stuff. I, I think both. I think everyone's going to have to raise their game a little bit now. Yeah. Levi, are you on that kind of sentiment? No, screw A and W root beer. Uh, WWE all the way. No, just playing. Oh of course, God. I think this is a game changer right here. 
Uh, you know, when they sold out in four minutes, mind you, uh, that was really telling um, to me because it's a 16,000 seat venue. Uh, but like Jim Ross used to say this all the time, the conscience of the WWE, the undertaker, this man is WWE thick and thin. And for him to make this appearance is no small feat. Uh, I, I read somewhere that he's $25,000 per appearance. Like, good mm-hmm. gosh. Like that's, that's that's a lot of working man's yearly salary right there. <laughs> uh, and uh, I just I think this is huge for AEW. I almost called them A and W again. Good gosh. Um, <laughs> I think I think this is huge for them, and it shows what kind of stroke they have that they can just get the Undertaker amongst other legends such as Sting, Ric Flair, and so on and so forth. This is huge. Yeah, it's just a big deal. Um... It's not really much else to say other than that. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for coming on, especially Kevin, obviously. Um, That's just... right. <laughs> <laughs> um... Who needs to think, Kevin? Come on. <laughs> turn the lights out when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're running up the bill, Kevin. Um, oh, my God. Just <laughs> This has been... <laughs> quite the time um it has been it's certainly been a preview show of some damn kind i don't know if it's the best if it's the worst or if it's just the tamener experience but it is an experience oh gosh um just yeah this has been a real joy honestly uh kevin um i don't know if you've been sticking to the uh poll there but uh You've seen um, the votes so far for Reverb Rewind next week. I think we got a bit of an inkling of where we're going. The poll is still open yeah. for another three days, but um, we're very excited for that. We've talked about it many times. It's finally happening. Um, Kevin, what is your kind of... Let's just... I'll ask you this now. What was your experience with this whole podcast? <laughs> I feel like I should have brought a musical instrument of some sort. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get that memo that everyone was going to be playing guitar. But <laughs> I mean, I should have. Uh, I should have brought my piano in here. That's the only thing I know how to play. I don't know how to play the guitar, but man, I could have done oh, I something. I don't know how to play anything, so it wouldn't work out anyway. But oh my god, this was a blast. This was this was quite different than what I expect. I don't know what I expected to be honest. Me. But we got we got a little bit of Tamina talk. We got a little bit of previewing in, a few laughs. You know, we yeah, everything you could possibly want in a nice little ninety minute package, or over ninety minutes, but still, yeah, yeah this is a great. Time. Uh, Levi Fowl, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, we'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah, now, anytime. I'll brush up, I'll brush up my guitar skills so we can have a, a proper duet. Or trio. <laughs> I'll be ready for it next time. I was a bit like, damn, I had to put you on mute to tune my guitar and remember how to play guitar. <laughs> I, had to, like, I was like, that's why you went on mute. <laughs> All righty, guys, this is your chance to plug away. Foul, where can we find you? What's coming up for you? Um, this is your, your, your minute of fame. Do what you do. 
Well, first of all, thank you very much, Josh. Thank you very much, Kevin, for having me on the show. Um, what I wanted to do, first of all, was drop an exclusive, um, exclusively dropping now, and it will be dropping on Twitter as well. We have another member of the Hot Take Roundtable. That's this Sunday um, for Elimination Chamber. Um, I have already announced Smiley Boo-Boo. Um, and tonight, announcing Mr. Josh from Wrestling Reverb, who will be joining me on that show. Yeah. Hey. It's him. It's him. Um, and thank you very much. Keeping it under wraps, of course. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll be joined by him, um, and um, also be joined by one more that's going to be announced tomorrow. And uh, Levi, I might have some space for you now. Actually, I forgot about, Ooh. Forgot about Levi. So drop me a DM, but <laughs> buddy boy. Uh, now uh, I will. Also, yeah, I will. I've, I've forgotten you. I forgot about you. Now also. Um, I would like to say um, <laughs> you can go to at foul underscore original on Twitter. Uh, follow me there. I do loads of stuff there. Also, you go to youtube.com slash foul original wrestling. Um, search for the foul original podcast on all podcast places. I'm part of the Pulse Podcast Network. There is only one episode up right now, but there will be more soon. And thank you also to Levi. Thanks. What the heck did I do? I don't know. I don't. Or actually, also something that I said in the pre-chat, in the pre-chat, you can all thank Kevin Carroll for interviewing for the first actual pure interaction I had with someone from the wrestling community, and he interviewed me, and it's all his fault. Sorry, oh, congratulations, Kevin. Good job. Kevin strikes uh, again. Back off. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a good callback, though. Plug a, plug the interview. Plug the blog, man. It's all about the shilling, my friend. <laughs> Levi, what have you got going on? You got anything interesting going on over there? Where can we find you? Yes, uh, I am Levi, as after mentioned, uh, from the Ruthless Aggression podcast, where we critique the WWE through the Ruthless Aggression era, pay-per-view by pay-per-view, and have some friends and guests along the way. One in question foul original, uh, looking to get him on ASAP. Uh, when we have time for it, Kyle and I are on very different schedules and uh, uh, we are definitely trying to work him into the show. Uh, we've seen Josh on the show before for our ruthless talk and we got to get Kevin on there too, but uh, it's a lot of yeah. fun. Kyle, Kyle, myself, we met in Tennessee several years ago and bonded through our, our love of wrestling. And uh, I just hit him up one day. I was like, hey, you want to start a, a podcast on the Ruthless Shout Record? out like, to Kyle, sure. by the way. Shout out to Kyle. Great dude. Yes. Yes. Uh, you awesome. can find him on Twitter, at RuthlessPodKyle. Uh, freaking probably the funniest guy I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we critique the WWE. We just let out uh, Survivor Series 2002, which has been our uh, best performing episode yet. And I'm very proud of it. Uh, but... Uh, but yeah, subscribe, and uh, you can hear on our show uh, about Victoria going crazy. You can hear about FVU, uh, the big show, how he blocked us, uh, and I don't know why. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, Josh, I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, you said uh, for uh, Reverb Rewind, uh, uh, is your show that, that you're going to review, is that Survivor Series uh, 99? Well, at the moment, that's winning the uh, the poll. It's it's not dominating, but it's it's definitely got a bit of a lead. But the polls are open till Tuesday. But it's looking that way. Okay. Well, I just wanted I wanted to do a um, a special performance uh, in, in the Survivor Series uh, echelon of things. Uh, so 
taking it back to Survivor Series 98. Because um, it's a deadly game. We play as we live our lives. It's a deadly game. What we say is out of minds. It's a deadly game. Play it now before the game is over. It's a deadly game. Anyway, okay, that's it. That's it. That's all you get. Those are free of charge. Uh, but yeah, I find this at Ruthless Pod on Twitter. The end. Kevin, again, you have to follow that. Where can, where can we find you? And have you got anything exciting coming up? Um, I will only accept this in a musical performance. Otherwise, I'll cut you out of yes. this podcast. This is a spoken word performance. <laughs> William Shatner style. I like it. Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Kevin C Wrestling. You can find me uh, online at <clears throat> at the last blogger standing dot wordpress dot com. I also contribute to Divider and the Chair Shot on a weekly basis. So if you check out those websites, both full of fantastic content, you'll see my stuff there too. Uh, as for me personally, what I'm working on, I'm working on a couple things. Uh, I, I mentioned this on our last episode. I've been dealing with some writer's block lately. So I, I don't have a schedule on when I'm going to be churning some stuff out, but I will have a Illumination Chamber preview blog up on Saturday or Sunday featuring some of the other guys from the from the, uh, the last blog you're standing, some of my buddies. Then sometime in the in the future, in the coming days, I'll have my uh, my Backyard Sports Royal Rumble online. I, I have to get back to it. I've been stuck on it. But I'm slowly but surely making progress on it. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Backyard Sports was like this huge phenomenon video game series that came out when I was a little kid. Uh, oh, yeah, know, back- I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Backyard baseball, backyard football, all of those. And I was just I played them all the time. I still play them. I have them. And I just noticed that there were 30 original characters in the, in the game. And there's, that there's 30 entrants in the Royal Rumble. So why don't I just fire everything in a randomizer and see who comes out on top? Ah, so, clever. So, I like it. That'll be coming out sometime, hopefully, uh, in the coming week or so. That's really all I've got to plug. Uh, Josh, <laughs> plug yourself. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually just, you, Josh. I mean, I'm usually just here. <laughs> for people to come on the show I constantly just have recording and um yeah it's like my diary and uh, mm-hmm. I live in the wrestling reverb quote from Josh and find me on Twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has sent me literally insane <laughs> <laughs> My mind is now made of jelly. This is now Kevin's show. Uh, it's I all going to be different from here on out now. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm officially retiring. <laughs> I have peaked. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally, you had a big run. I, I mean, yeah. It's been, it's been <laughs> it fun. I'm now Tamina Snooker's manager. And as you can imagine, that is a shitstorm. Um, That's it's just 20% is zero. We're still 20%. <laughs>
You know on Family Guy how they say like shut up Meg all the time because she's just like this insignificant character. Oh no. Let's just start the shut up t- Tamina trend. Let's just let's start it. Shut up Tamina. <laughs> doesn't shut she do that Tamina. enough though for herself? Doesn't she shut up enough? She doesn't really say no, that. No, she much. actually doesn't. <laughs> no, she still says too much. <laughs> she could say less. That's for Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, find me on Twitter at Wrestling Reverb. I'm on Instagram at Wrestling Reverb. Go to my Facebook page. It's all Wrestling Reverb. You'll find it. Um, you'll, yep, you'll get stuff. Wrestling 3-verb. I'm sorry. Not once, not twice, <laughs> but thrice. Um, it's, um, yeah, this has been a hell of an episode. Just, wow, I'm happy. Yep. I don't even know what to say. What a terrible outro. I mean, yeah, just this is how we're going now. And just please rate this podcast five stars. Do all the reviews you need to do. Find this anywhere you find podcasts. Um, say bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin. Oh. Bye, everybody. Bye, Kevin. Listen, listen to the podcast. Yeah, buy. buy our merch. <laughs> oh, yeah, buy our merch. Go buy our merch. Go to PulsePodcastNetwork.com. Go to the shop. Hey, real talk. I'm getting me a t-shirt as soon as I get paid. I'm so excited. I was like, they have merch. I'm wearing reverb on my chest all day long. Oh, yeah. That's much appreciated. (laughs) I love it. Um, You can also find me on ProWrestlingTees.com slash foul. I'm sorry. What was that foul? You're breaking up. Yeah. All right. That's the end of the episode, guys. I'll catch you guys. Hey, I got your outro. I got your outro. Hey, don't be a turd. Get the reverb. Now, suckers.